0: The Touchdown City Podcast is presented by Salango Law, where you don't get excuses, you get results. Visit them online at
1: salangolaw.com.
0: to you from the Riverbank Studio is your host, Anthony Lewis, along with Avon Coburn and Derek Bailey, and this is the Touchdown City Podcast. Mountaineer fans, welcome into the Touchdown City Podcast, presented by Salango Law and produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette Mail. I'm Anthony Lewis in the studio with Derek Bailey and the GOAT, number 22, Avon Coburn, as we celebrate. Yes. A Mountaineer victory over Iowa State in Brocktober is officially over. It's about time.
1: Hey, it is Deggy Bimber. That's what we're going to call is it. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Deggy Bimber.
2: It's nice to be in here after a win because the last three years, I think I heard on TV yesterday, it was 110 to 34, something like that in favor of Iowa State. I'm glad the guys showed some pride from after last year. Yeah, it was was bad. I know they – I saw a couple of them tweeting the score from last year's game. And, and, you know, I mean, that comes in handy. I was glad that the guys came out motivated and won the game.
0: So, the difference in winning and losing means I actually give a damn the next morning and get up and, like, (laughs) do some research. It it does feel bad. And I have notes. And uh, apparently they have – they posted the score in late January from that game because they felt like they just got punked last year at Iowa State.
1: They did get
0: punked. And that was – in the locker room all, all season.
2: And one of you guys, might have been, I can't remember who it was. One of us said it, it looked like we went to Tuscaloosa instead of the Ames-Iowa after that game last year. Yeah. I mean, because it was that ugly.
0: It was brutal. But uh, yesterday's game was the 10th meeting between West Virginia and Iowa State. West Virginia now leads the series 6-4. to four. And I think West Virginia had lost three in a row. they—they yeah. they had. Yes, it was three in a row. Also, with yesterday's victory, that was Neil Brown's 50th career win as a head coach. That includes his time at Troy. Oh. Sweet.
2: So, uh,
0: 50 good. wins. Uh, and, uh, and that
1: was what? Two, the last two opponents were top, were top 25 opponents, right?
2: Uh, was TCU T- ranked? I don't think TCU week? was ranked. They were? No, they were not. I think they've got four Law. I think they got beat again yesterday. I didn't mm. see the final in that one. They were getting beat pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: I got the notes here. We'll go through some of the Big 12 scores uh, later. But yesterday, West Virginia in Morgantown, 38 31 over the Cyclones. Uh, West Virginia is now 4 0. Whenever they rush for a hundred yards on the season, so sometimes. when we sit in here and say the most important thing West Virginia can do is run the football
1: it 's like we know what the hell we're talking about sometimes sometimes i mean they, it, it, you got to give us some credit you know when credit is due um, you know and one thing you did you did forget to mention was Hall of Fame weekend um man, you just like you see my no, notes? No, I'm not looking at your notes. Look at my notes. My <laughs> guy, man. Go ahead. No, go ahead. But um, give it to him. No, no, no. I'm not gonna give it to him. I'm gonna hold back. But it was Hall of Fame weekend, and um, they showed out for for those guys. Um, you know uh, that that got that got the nod to going to the West Virginia Hall of Fame.
0: Well, let's let's talk about that. I mean, I have it here in my notes, but it's all good. Noel Divine, number seven, mm. number seven in your program, and. Uh, what do you think his speed on Madden would have been? Like a ninety-nine, <laughs> number ninety-nine on Madden. Probably a ninety-nine point nine. Dude. He could he
2: could go. Yeah, he he could, could go. Dude could fly. I remember seeing him the first time he touched that ball. It was like oh, my. every time he touched the fella, like was gonna score. Even if he was going backwards, you were like, oh, he's gonna break out of there and score.
0: Was it <laughs> so was fast. it against Maryland? It was almost like cheat code. He, he was just one. He would just like one one cut gone. <laughs> he's yeah. so fast, man. Dude was a ball player yeah, then. uh uh, Mike Mike Fox from the uh, New York Giants. Yes. He played many years in the NFL, didn't he? Yeah, he got in yesterday. And, of course, there some other men and women in other sports that were in. But those are the two football guys. But, um, you know, Noel Devine probably impossibly, had Rich Rod stayed, challenged your rushing record. Because you've got to think about it. In early in his career, he was splitting time with Slayton. Mm-hmm.
2: Nine and ten, he'd have been a full-time starter. And then
0: he had to be – he had to try to produce in the Jeff Mullen offense,
2: which was terrible. Who was it? He was going crazy in a bowl game. And they- Florida, Florida was, State. It felt like he had 155, 160 it, it, yards it, in the first quarter. I mean, I was killing Notre Dame. man. We just stopped running the football. And okay. it was a
1: tight game. I'm like, okay, that, that works. If 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 you like it, I love it. Um, but it didn't make any sense. But I'm I'm, I'm super I'm am I'm, I'm super excited for him, man. It's it's yeah. and he's a he's a mountaineer through and through.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought Fox would have been in a while ago. To be honest with you, well, I'm, I'm surprised it took him that long. For the listeners,
0: we actually have a show earlier in the season that we put it up, put out a midweek show with Mike Fox. You can go back and listen to that. I, I told him the same thing. It's way too – it was too much of a
2: delay. It's it was, it was way too long for a uh, major. Yeah, his senior – well, that's a re- that's, number of retirement. It's still too long for that. Yeah.
0: Well, they – you know, they don't like – I think the old administration didn't like to celebrate. They don't like to celebrate our players. Like, the old administration, yeah, the current yeah. one does. Like, for instance, it took them how long just to get the greats in the, on the pillars around yeah. the stadium? <laughs> yeah. That, that that's, was, I mean, that was long overdue. I mean, I remember going to Virginia Tech and – if you walked around their – you know, Lane Stadium's built sort of like Mountaineer Field. They've got the concessions under the pillars. But they had um, – Bruce Smith probably all over that place. Uh, yeah, and, like, they, the, the paper that sponsored it, and they had, like, put up, um, like, banners of headlines, of newspaper headlines from great games and right. great moments all around the stadium. So as you're walking, you get to read and see all the, the historical cool. stuff. And I was like, well, why are not we – we got so much stuff to celebrate here. But anyway – we digress.
1: Yeah. Let's get, get back to the, the cyclones. On, yeah, get, get get back to it. I mean, cyclones got a hell of a running back. That dude is a freaking beast. We couldn't stop him
2: yesterday. Well, I, oh. I tell, I, I'm going to touch on the defense because I can't tell what the defense like sometimes the defense looks outstanding. They had Don't yesterday, care. they had no, they had three plays yesterday. A 70-yard touchdown, a 68-yard touchdown. And then uh, Hall had another run that was like 50 yards. He had 24 for 167. He had a 70-yard touchdown run and like a 50-yard run. So his other 22 carries went for, say, 45 yards. So the defense did a fantastic job outside of two plays. If it's not for those chunk plays... I mean, that game gets ugly. And that's what – for some reason now the defense all of a sudden is susceptible to big plays, which it hadn't been earlier in the year. I don't know what's if there's something that's been exposed that's yeah, causing so that. Yeah, so the running no, play was basically they, players, got out- ske- they got that out they yeah. got Yeah, I'm not knocking – and, and I'm, Hall's a great player, but the, the, I noticed on the 70-yard touchdown run it was a three-down three down, three down line. It
1: was three down the whole game.
2: And and, and it's it just – I don't know if that's – I don't know. I mean, I just – I worry about that moving forward. And then the big pass was just basically a That was a bust. Yeah, yeah, that was just a bust. But um I thought
0: the um, outside of those three plays, I thought the, the defense Yeah,
2: those three plays was it.
0: Played yeah. played pretty, well. Played pretty um, well. another little news and notes, Letty Brown now has twenty four over twenty four hundred yards in his career, twenty four well, two thousand four hundred and sixty five. He's ninth all time. And that's that's not bad. Um you know one thing Letty's missing, he's missing those games. I, I, when he gets 100 he gets
2: like 106. Yeah, he should
1: We're, be like 150, 130. I, he's missing those games. I yeah. thought
2: yesterday, I thought yesterday he was a bit hesitant when he was hitting the hole. Like he, he there was a hole there or a crease and he he he, he looked like he was hesitant to go through it. Hmm. I thought he was maybe a little a step not a step slow but just slightly hesitating and it was costing him yardage. Like he had a, like an 8-yard run early in the game. I felt like could have been like 15 or 16 if he would had just cut and went up. Instead, he yeah, kind of he went he outside kinda, on he, that one. He kind of hesitated. I mean, it's just it, yeah. it, that could I mean, not that I care. I mean, they won the game and everything, but it's just maybe I don't know what like it's just a hesitation. It's it's the slightest hesitation can cost you that much. I, I feel like he could really be in the close to the top 5 if he could just break
0: out and get some of those 150 we like a 200 yarder like you know, just yeah. get out of that low 100 range, but still ninth all time. There's been a lot of hell of a and, good running backs in yes.
2: West oh yes, absolutely.
1: And, and and I mean I I like, you know when, when, the one thing that I did when I played it was always like okay I got to get me a twenty yarder, I get me a twenty a twenty and forty yarder. I know I'm gonna get a hundred. So once you get that one little, he, he doesn't get very many twenty yard runs. His mm-hmm. runs are like 12, 14, that, you know eight. He he
2: need to get he needs to get twenty yard runs. His his long yesterday, twenty yards. Mm-hmm. That was his long. And you notice, though, in the Virginia Tech game when he hit that, was it 75 or 80? 80, 80. He had, what, one 150 or so? one one. He might even have more than that. I don't even remember what it was now. But he hit an 80-yard yeah. run. He got right. way up over the well over 100. Yeah, to get get into that mid-100 range, you've got to hit that home and, run every and I, once in a while. And while we're on the offense, I want to give Daigie some credit. Thank you. He gets a ton of grief from the fan base. And I'm telling you, I thought he was great yesterday. He, he made one bad decision. Everybody's going to knock that. That's fine. But outside of that one throw, he was very good. Uh, his second interception should have been caught for a big gain, and the the receiver Ford Wheaton, aside from that drop, I thought was spectacular. That catch he made was unbelievable. Oh my
1: goodness, he balled out. I mean, when I watching him play, it made me think how good Coach Ford was. I'm like, because this cat right here is his grandson, him. right? Yeah, his grandson.
2: He was bawling. I was like, man. Winston Wright was very good in the passing game yesterday as well. Yeah. I mean, he caught a touchdown, but there, I mean, there were some drops, things like that. But I thought overall. The offense was very good. They scored 38 points. And what do you know? They won the game. Yeah, West Virginia had two wide receivers yesterday with 100 yards. Uh, Ford Wheaton had 10 catches, 106
0: yards. Wright had nine catches for 100 yards, which is probably the first time that's happened in a long time. I'd have to go back <laughs> and look at the notes. But uh, when's the last time we had two 100-yard <laughs> yeah. receivers? And a
1: 100-yard rusher, too.
0: Yeah. So I'll have to, I'll, maybe I'll check in with um, Johnny Tonic. I'll text him and ask
2: him. When's the last time we scored over 35 against the top 25 team? Well, yeah. That's been a while, too. It's been a while. Um, so I do want to,
0: you know, shout out to the, to the football, to the offense and to the team. Because this is two weeks in a row where they started off slow. They, you know, they, they came out against TCU. TCU hits a, hits a home run first play. They bounce back. This week, same thing. Home run, they bounce back. So this team has learned to ad- adapt to adversity yes that's it's-
1: important man you you don't you I, I remember i i really learned what adversity meant my i would say my fourth year as a professional because i mean you hear stuff and you're like man, this is a cliche i'm not i'm not listening what do, and then you realize okay what it means you're like man okay the, we we got we got hit in the mouth how are we going and that 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 character. I mean, again, I, I love Neil Brown. I love everything that he stands for. When it when he when he, you know, him him as a person, I believe I believe in him. I believe that he's going to do um, what's right for for the players first, and then you know what's right for for the organization. And in doing that, they're buying into what he's saying. As far as because I mean, we're all going to have adversity in everything that we do. It's like okay, when we have this adversity, how do we bounce back from it? And I mean, you get hit in the mouth with a 100-yard run in, in TCU, and then they get bombed, you know, and, and it's just crazy, man. I, I love it. I love what – and I, I think a couple of weeks ago somebody asked, did he lose the locker room? I'm like, no, That man. was me. No. I mean, it felt
2: like it. it I, I – yeah, well, I remember he he asked that question. I didn't know if he lost the locker room or if the players acted like they didn't believe in him, but I'm going to say this about the team. They've shown great a great response. They could have easily meld this in Absolutely. and finished the season three and nine, but the fight that they've shown is very encouraging. Uh I mean, for Coach Brown to turn it around, I mean, not necessarily turn it around, but to go from two and four to four and four in the fashion that they've done it is very impressive. Hopefully, that momentum can continue for the rest of the season. I'm, I mean, you know, this team could have easily quit and they didn't, and that's very encouraging.
0: You know why I think we've seen a turnaround? is it? I think the offensive line's playing much better.
2: They must have listened to us. <laughs> they no, played. They, hey, I got to tip my hat, man, because I, I, I wrote them off. I'll tell you what I didn't think that I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think they were going to win another game, except for maybe Kansas, as poor as that O line was playing. But the last two weeks they've been pretty good. Uh, Jared Eg yesterday
0: thirty of forty six, three hundred seventy yards, three touchdowns. Again, he had two picks. Um, one was a bad play. One one was not his fault. One was not his no, fault. But the, 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 the one pick, but the he made one bad, and I went and watched it twice today. He read. He, had his, he was looking left the whole time, and he turned around and threw the ball right, hmm. and the oh old boy just kind
2: of baited him into it. And it le- happens. Let me say this, too, though. It's first and 30. Throw that one in the crowd. He knows better. I guarantee yeah. you he'd say, yeah, I knew better than that. What's two yards going to get you in the flat on first and 30? But he didn't hang his head, man. No, he came back out.
0: Let me, let me ask you guys this, and this may push this segment a little longer than I want wanted to go, but is it – we won – And I've been bitching about the officiating. I mean, if that would have gone against us, I probably would have been in the car going to Morgantown yesterday. (laughs) But I just thought it was poor. I mean, like, for instance, like, well, let me ask you this. Do you think Wheaton's catch was a catch in the end zone?
2: I thought he – well, they ruled it a catch. I thought they had to leave it a catch because I honestly, from the reviews that I saw – I couldn't tell if his foot was down or not. So they called it a catch, leave right. it a catch. Did you, did you think he tapped? Yeah. I, 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 you can't tell. Okay. I,
1: the the I couldn't, dirt I couldn't didn't tell. come up. That's I mean, what,
2: yeah, the, the pellets usually yeah. fly and you can see it. But I, I couldn't tell, I mean, so I thought you had to leave it.
1: He had the great shoot. Like the shoes were the same color, so you can't really yeah. tell. Yeah. If, yeah, it was tough to
0: mean? overturn it. Um, I thought also, too, um, on the Winston Wright touchdown, that was a delay game.
1: Oh, absolutely!
2: Oh, the the clock wasn't oh, zero; it was a hundred percent. Yeah,
1: and also on that fumble, I mean, I think we got a homer right there.
2: It looked like a touchdown to me on they, replay. It I couldn't, like, t- yeah. But see, from where they're calling that on the field, I think they had to yeah. leave it because it wasn't a definitive evidence. Because they they called it they called a um,
1: touchdown first, and, but then that fumble. Because anytime there's a fumble, they're going to call it a fumble and then go
2: back and review it. And and the, the the previous week though, Iowa State got a huge break. I thought against Oklahoma State. to to possibly win a game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, but let me say this in general about the officiating. If you watch as much football as I do, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And those guys have a hard job. I'm not saying that they don't. But the thing is, is when you replay it and you still get it wrong, that's when I've got an issue.
0: They didn't even replay the the Purdy run at the end towards the end of the game where I thought he got
2: the first down. Oh, I thought he got the first down too. Uh, Well, see, I think he was short. I thought he was short because his knee hit. I saw his knee hit, but if from the other he angle, he was stretching the ball. I thought it deserved at least a look. Yeah, they didn't even look at it. They just called it fourth down, and then of
0: course it just spilled over. Uh-huh. I think that I think that bad not, not necessarily a bad call. I think that call shook them. So when they came <laughs> out, old boy jumps off sides. I mean that was that and, was it. It spiral. Yeah.
2: Spiraled. And, and, yeah. If that's Oklahoma, if those jerseys say Oklahoma, there's no way in hell West Virginia gets all those calls. <laughs> they're reviewing that. They're overturning the Wheaton Ford touchdown. They're over. They're reviewing everything. Yeah. They're
0: like, no, no, that's incomplete. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say um, the play of the game yesterday was there, or uh, Dante Stills late in the game, knocking yes, the ball yes, out of Purdy's the, hand. Yes, Yeah, yep. Yeah, that was the play of the game. That's a big play. I, I mean, that basically stopped the momentum and. And it was West Virginia's game from that point forward. Um, Pur-
1: Purdy, he made some big plays, too, he's, man. He's, he's very good. He's, he's very efficient. He's very uh, elusive, man. He is he a senior? <laughs> he's been – he seemed like he'd been there forever. But, I mean, he was breaking a lot of tackles, man.
2: Even if he is, can't he come back? I mean, he COVID can. year. Yeah, Yeah. He can come back for COVID. Yeah, so – yeah, I hope he's a senior, and I hope he puts his aim into the hat to go to the NFL. I think Matt Campbell may be on his way out there, too. Not because I think he's a bad coach, but I think he might be off to a bigger bigger gig. Yeah, I mean, and
1: in, in the cover looking a little bit bare, so he's, he's like, let me get out why yeah. I can't type yeah. of you thing.
2: Know? Yeah, I think it's it's that's a tough, tough job, and he has done a fantastic job.
0: All right, well, let's take a break. But before we do, I want to remind you guys, uh, if you're looking for a great place to stay in Morgantown, you should check out our friends. Beautiful home at Murph Landing, only half a mile from the stadium. Two bedrooms, one bath. You can walk. It's about six-tenths of a mile. Sleeps up to uh, up to six people. Check that out at mountaineerfieldhouse.com. When we come back, we will be joined by the GOAT. True GOAT. The True GOAT. Number nine. Major Harris, after this.
3: Don't go anywhere. What we're dealing with here is is a complete lack of respect for the law.
2: The relationship between a lawyer and a client is based on trust. You have to make certain that the lawyer you hire has your best interests at heart. This is attorney Ben Salango. Just like the Mountaineers are fighting hard on the field, the Solango Law Firm will fight hard to win your case. Whether it's medical malpractice, automobile or trucking accidents, hiring an experienced lawyer will make a difference in the outcome of your case. When you hire my law firm, you get results, not excuses. Check us out at Solangolaw.com sagging, bouncing or
1: uneven floors, standing water or high humidity, nasty odors or dangerous
0: mold. Crawl space problems don't get better with time, but they do get better when you call Alford Home Solutions.
1: Bar 101, located on Capitol Street in downtown Charleston, provides unlimited options for fun social gatherings and great dining, and the best nightlife in the city. Bar 101 has a full dinner
0: menu, including wings, pork bowls, salads, and more. Be sure to enjoy a cheeseburger with fries with the draft beer for only $13. It's Bar 101's daily special, plus $1 off drafts during happy hours from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Bar
3: 101 also provides carryout and catering, Call. 304 346
1: 1101. Or find Bar 101 on Facebook. Bar
3: 101.
0: Welcome, stranger.
3: Hey, my dear fans. Hey, it's Brian Jones. You're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Touchdown City Podcast, presented by Solango Law and produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette and Mail. And don't forget our friends at Henderson Insurance. They are dedicated to providing quality service, affordable rates, and outstanding claims service. They're located in Hurricane West, Virginia. And they have the ability to customize insurance solutions that meet all your needs. Visit them at HendersonInsurance.org. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have Mr. Major Harris on the show this week. Mage, how you been, my friend? I've been all right. So this week... They're gonna pull your jersey out of the uh, out of the equipment room, man. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be yeah. able to wear nine anymore.
3: Yeah, I think that jersey might need right guard, man. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: it's funny, and this is no joke. Over the years, I've always like, I remember Pac Man wore nine, and when he came, I thought, hmm. I've always, I've always looked at that number and said, man, if you're gonna wear that number, you better be a ball player, right? You know. It was that wasn't a number you just put on, and and sat over on the bench, you know, drinking Gatorade. You had to be a ball player to wear that number.
1: I mean, it should have it should have been that to begin with. But but you know, before we start, man, congratulations! I mean, so well deserved, and 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 I, I believe late in the game. Um, I mean, I, I love Daryl Tally, um, but I mean, he wasn't mage. You know what I mean? He wasn't mage. They, you know, they they should have did yours before his, in my opinion. No disrespect to him, but um, you know he was a beast. But you, you are the mage. Like, and I was telling you before we got started about my my high school coach Tom Madeira, That uh, you know, I, I tell you this story every time because I, I swear I had no idea who he was. I was I was a junior, <laughs> a freshman. I think I was either no, I was a sophomore or a junior in college. And you know, I, I was getting some looks, and he was like, you know, start talking about West Virginia. Man, I don't I don't even know what West Virginia is. And he was like, <laughs> well, doesn't even matter, but. this guy the mage he he went the wrong way and i'm like man and and then i get a chance to meet you and the folklore is and it's all true and i see the play i'm like man that's what he was talking about bro it's such an honor man it's an honor to be to you know to to get this opportunity to talk to you before you before it goes in and and goes up and and like ant said that number is a special number man where Whoever gets that number they they got a they got a ball and you know there there have been some ballers that to wear that number and people would say yeah you know you, they can't retire that number because of I'm like hold on boss like <laughs> we we wouldn't even be here without this guy yeah. so man so so much respect for you and, and and to you man it's it's absolutely unbelievable what you did in in turn, turning you know our university around man congratulations boss
3: Hey, thanks. You know, it was crazy. You know, I never expected it, to be honest. You know, um, you know, the way my career went, you know, I had a decent career. But, you know, you when you start thinking, uh, (laughs) sorry, you start thinking as far as NFL, you know what I mean? Um, With a guy like even with, you know, with Daryl Talley, you know what I mean? He had a hell of an NFL career. Mm -hmm. So for for that to happen, I was shocked. I'll be honest with you. I was really shocked because. You know, I I thought you know I thought I did okay when I was in college and stuff like that, but I never thought it would go to this level.
1: Well, I mean, you deserve it, man. You deserve it, and and I and I, do, I understand what you're saying, but you know, on the outside looking in, as as a player and as a fan of what you did, you know, for this university, bro, expect it. <laughs> well, <laughs> expect
0: it. I mean, you got to put it in perspective. I mean, here, here's where here's where it starts. First of all, you're in the College Football Hall of Fame, right? So it starts there and then you look at 73 uh, over 7300 career yards all purpose yards in 3 years. I mean that alone gets you get your number of reti- in my book. That's crazy. Two-time Heisman finalist. You know, so I, I think I I know where you're coming from but from my perspective from the outside looking in um uh, it's it's well deserved. Um, when when Shane lines, I'm sure Shane is the one that called you. What what was kind of your reaction when he was was talking to you about retiring
3: your number? Well, you know what was crazy is I was at a golfing event down at the Green Brow and um, <laughs> he came up to me. We got something in the works, but you know we can't spill the beans now. But uh, I'll be in touch with you. You know I didn't. You know I'm thinking. I didn't know what to think. To be honest, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And um then he called me back and told me, he said we're working on as far as, you know, getting your, your jersey retired, Ty- you and, and Daryl Talley. And, you know, it, it kinda you know what I mean, it kinda threw me it definitely threw me for a surprise, I'll be honest. I didn't really know, you know, like dang, that's kinda crazy because even though I'm from Pittsburgh, you know, I you know growing up I used to, you know, watch West Virginia play, but not from a standpoint of now, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you are oh Pitt playing West Virginia. And I remember Daryl Talley. I mean Darryl Talley to like I guess people from up here in Pittsburgh was like the Hugh Green of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, all over the field making great plays. So he was really well when 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 Hosteller transferred into West Virginia from Penn State, that's when I really first started paying attention to West Virginia because um Hosteller, you know, he was fight for the quarterback job at Penn state and Todd Blackledge ended up getting it. Then he transferred. And then, you know, I'm starting to pay attention to West Virginia, even though basketball, I remember they had a guy, Greg Jones and, mm-hmm. and, and then they was doing their thing in basketball. And it was just, wow. When I took my official visit to West Virginia, I went to football camp first and took my official visit there. I was like, man, I wouldn't mind coming down. I, you know, in Pittsburgh, I'm thinking West Virginia six, seven hours away, man, this is crazy because like I said, when I think of guys getting their jersey retired, being that from Pittsburgh, Tony Dorsett, um, Dan Marino, you know, because down at West Virginia, we really didn't have no, like Sam Huff and them, we really didn't get a chance to see him play. So I had to compare to, you know, guys that I've seen play, Dan Marino, and, and at the time, Daryl Talley was in there. So it, I was like, man, this is crazy.
0: You know, um, I was doing a little bit of reading up and just kind of catching up on some of the stuff. I didn't realize that Pitt had offered you and wanted you to come and play defensive back.
3: Thank you. Well, well that, ain't, that ain't really really what happened. People say that what had happened okay. was, and people don't realize when you get recruited by a school and the head coach gets fired, you know what I mean? And he was the one talking to you and, and the coaching staff was calling you. Then he gets fired. You don't know who's the new coaching staff going to be. So right then and there, You know what I mean? I'm like, man, I probably won't go to Pitt. You know what I mean? Just for the simple fact of didn't know who the next coach was going to be.
0: Right. What was it about Coach Nealon? You know, I know you two are close. I've been around both of you when you walk in the room or he comes in. It's, you know, Coach Nealon is Coach Nealon. But what was it about him and the staff at West Virginia that made you uh, feel at home?
3: Well, you know, the thing about it is close to home. And and at the time – once I started getting recruited by West Virginia, mind you, I, I didn't heard a lot about West Virginia. And then to see them playing national televised games here on the East coast, you know what I mean? A hour away from home. It was, it was really a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And we had a program on the rise, to be honest. So it, it really was a no brainer.
0: What, what is it that, um, when you think back it I know that you feel like maybe you were surprised by your number being retired, but, what is it that stands out as, if we, as you continue to get further away from your career at West Virginia? What what are some things that really stand out to you about your time on or off the field, um, I mean, in Morgantown? Um, what are some things that just pop out when you think Morgantown? Well, you
3: know, when you think about it, being that Pittsburgh, what, an hour and 15 minutes from, from Morgantown, I mean, you got guys, you know, say take the Florida guys, for instance, they come to a game, you know, they probably got to fly out, drive, tw- what, how many hours? You know what I mean? Basically, going to a West Virginia game, I mean, just an hour drive. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's really, it's really nothing, you know what I mean, as far as what to drive. So I think that's why I kind of stayed close to the program because really, I mean, an hour drive. You know what I mean? Even you living in Charleston, mm-hmm. you know what, that's three and a half hours. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's, I mean, it's real easy, you know, jump in the car, get in the car for, you know, an hour. You are there? You know what I mean, and then can come right back home. So I think that's what probably more than anything is, is so close to home. Mm-hmm.
0: So next week, what's the game plan? Who's who's coming down with you? Have you heard from your former teammates? Uh, you bringing any family down? What's the what's the plan next Saturday?
3: Well, that's basically just working it out right now. I know my high school coach; he's definitely coming. Um, a lot of former players is coming. My roommate Jamie, he's basically putting together a couple things where, I guess, players will get together, you know, to just to hang out and stuff like that. And um, really, I mean, I went down to Durl's. That was nice, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. to just to get a, a feeling for, you know what I mean, the situation. So you know, basically, just you know, play it by ear, and um, you know, and man, that's crazy. It's just crazy, though. You know what I mean? You know, and it's funny. I tell you, one of the funniest things. A lot of people say, Maze, normally when people get their jersey with town, they be 70, 80 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they come to the game in wheelchairs and stuff like that. It's like, you're still pretty young for it. You know what I mean? You know, so,
1: I mean, it's a blessing, definitely. You know what I mean? But I never I never thought that, you know what I mean, something like this would happen. So, Major, a kid from Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know, a couple miles away from, from Morgantown. And, I mean, this is happening... You know, T. I mean, I, you you probably still can't even imagine that is happening. You know, you still being, you know, you're you're so far away from from when you play, but at the same time, it's such a big deal. I mean, do you do you really understand like what's happening right now? Like <laughs> nobody is ever gonna be able to wear that jersey he's, after this year. He's always so humble. You know, it's just you know, I try not to dig into it, like as far as thinking about it. You know what I mean?
3: I kind of like just take it as it comes because. You know what I mean when you dig into it it would be like like um I don't I don't know you can get a big head you know what I mean? <laughs> you know you know what I mean I tried just to keep it on, it on the, the surface world. <laughs> as far as like take it the way it is because in the you know it, it it do sound crazy you know what I mean and like I said when I think about it you know I start thinking of players that get their jerseys retired and being that I'm right here in Pittsburgh and at the time you know down You know, down at, you know, down after school, we really didn't have nobody Mm -hmm. like as far as, um, you know, since the time I've been there, that get the jersey retired. And I guess now they, I basically, I I guess they starting it now as far as with Daryl going in and now me. So the only thing I could compare it to is right here in Pittsburgh where, you know, Dan Marino, Tony Dor, you know what I mean? Them is like names up here. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, man, that's huge. You know what I mean?
0: So I don't know if Avon knows this. So in 1988 it was an election year. Are you aware that that you received votes for governor that year?
3: I, I remember somebody mentioned <laughs> I didn't know if it was true or not, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, it's I true. I not
0: know if that was true.
1: People were writing in Major Harris for governor. Absolutely. Names no. <laughs> for governor. Man, I mean, I mean, I think I, you should run. Well, you should, oh. bro. I, I, I you. <laughs> I mean, you, you might win, man. You, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll get some whatever political party you you affiliated with. I'm pretty sure they'll 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 put some money behind you. But man, I mean, I just want to go back to that question, man. Like, I don't really think you realize what's about to happen, <laughs> man. Like, nobody's going to be able to wear that number again, bro. That is that is huge, man. And I mean, it is such a. I mean, you're so humble. You're so humble, and 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 it's awesome that you are. But I, I do want you in your acceptance speech to say, you know what? I figured this was going to happen. Like, just <laughs> throw it in there, man. Like, you know, bro, I mean, bro, you, you were amazing, man. You were amazing to watch. I mean, and, and the things that you did were, were just, you know, worthy, worthy of it, man. And, you know, just getting back to it, like, you know, you, you where are you at right now, man? Are you in Pittsburgh now? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yep. you you being in Pittsburgh, I mean, and when you walk around, you know the city. I mean, obviously it's a Pittsburgh town, but you know the kids that the, do the kids recognize you. You know, I mean, because you are the man. I mean, I don't 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 ever believe you're not. But do do kids recognize you and they say, man, I want I want to do what I want to do what Mage did.
3: You know, what's crazy. Not you know, not really. You know, only time. Um, probably the younger kids. Like if their dad say, Hey, that guy right there he played at West Virginia mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and then they might say, Maybe we're gonna YouTube him or stuff like that. Right. But no, not not really. You know, you know it's funny, I, I see Rasheed all the time up here and I guess Rasheed he he can kinda understand because he go through the same thing. You know, being here in Pittsburgh, oh, you know, Rasheed, he went to West Virginia, but you know, he basically back home working and stuff like that. But he goes down to the games, and I think he commentate. If I'm not mistaken,
1: mm-hmm. Yes, yeah.
3: You know what I mean. So he's living like a double life too. Where in a sense he come back home every. A lot of the young people probably don't recognize him unless the parents say something. Mm-hmm. But right. then you know he drive an hour down and he's he's doing you know football games and stuff like that.
1: Right. Living so that it's,
3: it's, life. it's it's a little bit different. It's, it's it's a little
0: definitely different. I know you're watching Pittsburgh, the Steelers, currently play. But I wanted. Uh-huh. Uh, do you ever like? look at the way you played and then watch these guys, Mahomes, these guys running around and doing what you did 25, 30 years ago and just say, damn, like, damn, like, I that that, that should have been me out there. Just it was the sign of the times that they didn't play football like that. But do you ever look at it and go, man, they're, they, they're basically just the taking my up, act. Dude. Right. Yeah.
3: No, you know what? No, you know, I think nowadays – Offensive coordinators is a little different than where when, when I was coming out. What I mean by that, offensive coordinator, he's basically applying for another job right here. So now you get offensive coordinator throwing it forty, fifty times, throwing it. You know what I mean, all over the field. Where it was more, you know, a lot of offensive was more reserved back when I was coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, you had you had some that would throw the ball all over the field, but not the way it is today. I mean, you look at the NFL. Or you just look at college. I mean, you see how many college programs throwing the ball thirty, forty times, you know, a game. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean it's just the game is is totally
1: different now. Head of your time, man. You were so far ahead of your time. You about to start another life. Mm-hmm. Look behind him. You're about to pass him twice. <laughs> who who did you
0: mimic your game after? I mean, obviously kids growing up watch people play. You know, in ten years there's gonna be guys that said, Yeah, I used to watch Mahomes, and ten years ago, they were watching Tom Brady. So, who did you watch, and who did you emulate your game after um, once
3: you well, got into high school? Well, you know, before, like, you know, growing up, you know, I, you know, I was a big Cleveland Brown fan, and I never really was looking at it like, like, because I didn't know if I was going to be a quarterback or not, right? You know what I mean? So, going up, so once I got to high school and I started playing, and then I started getting publicity for football. Now I'm looking like, man, who you know what I mean? And it was a quarterback out of Tennessee. Um oh man, uh what is his name? And I basically he was like the guy that I kind of looked at as far as like, man, man, I you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, oh man, his name is slipping my mind right now. Oh Robinson. Um oh, was Robinson's first name. Oh man. I was just telling somebody's story not too long ago. But um, Robinson out of Tennessee, and um, basically he was a quarterback that you know because here it is a guy at Division one school, and I liked him. Like I liked it, the Oklahoma quarterbacks, but they was more option. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I liked it um, Robinson because he'll, he'll drop back and throw that ball, mm-hmm. then he'll run too. So I, I I was big on like Nebraska's quarterbacks and Oklahoma, but I wanted to kind of throw the ball more. You know what I mean? Right. Then just, you know, running the option all the time. And then uh, McPherson. Don McPherson out of Syracuse. Mm, yeah. He was right before me. You know what I mean? At Syracuse. And I kind of took a liking to him because he was, you know, what he was doing. Right. But um, definitely, um, oh, man, it's uh, uh, Rob. What's Robert's first name? I can't even. Oh, man. But, I mean, if you Google him, you'll know what I'm talking about. And what had happened was, he was like a, uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, and he ended up blowing out his knee. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's what kind of hurt his career.
0: Yeah. Well, Mage, I know that you're uh, – how many How many fantasy football teams do you – Oh, yeah, yeah. A...
3: You know, it's funny. I'm sitting there looking at my stats tracking now. I'm in about 16, 17 leagues right now. <laughs> man, yeah, it's crazy. I, I love it. Though. I
0: won't keep you away from your NFL games, man. And uh, I just want to sincerely say thank you for taking the time to – you know join us before your your number is retired next week, and i'll I'll echo what Avon said earlier I appreciate um first- of, first of all uh, you know when I think of my childhood as a West Virginia fan, I think of Major Harris, so I appreciate your your time on the field, but I also appreciate your friendship um you know that we've developed over the last ten years um it's 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 crazy to think as a twelve year old sitting in the stands watching you play against Syracuse. And then, you know, we go over and play blackjack from time to time over at the casino, <laughs> you know? So the 12 year old Anthony gets excited just to Tony be able Robinson. To talk. Tony Robinson.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony Robinson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yep. Yeah. He just, he just looked yeah. it up, but, uh, I, I appreciate you my friend. I'm, I'm honored. Um, you know, I'll be there next week. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Um, it's a big day for you. And then of course I'll see you here in a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, congratulations on your number being retired. Well deserved, and um I hope you have a great time next
3: weekend. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. All right, Mage. I'll I'll cut you loose, let you get back to the Steeler game, and uh we'll see you next week, okay? All right, yep, definitely. All right, thanks, Mage.
1: <laughs> yep. Thanks, Mage. Right. The ma- Major Harris, number nine. Hmm. The true the true GOAT, the the one the one and only, man. It is it is he is a reason why that that i was here not even knowing who he was but you know you know it's, it's, as a competitor you know you get your high school coach talking about somebody else you're like hold on who's it who are they talking about and then i get the opportunity to come here and i'm like well let me see if i can do some of the stuff he did yeah i mean obviously not not playing quarterback but you know and uh you know i, I can i can honestly say i'm i'm uh I'm just excited to be, uh, you know, just able to know that guy, man. He he's he's amazing, man. Good. I mean, we all heard how humble he was. He won't which, even talk about it. Which is crazy, man. I'm like, bro, you, he just laughed. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy, man. Like man, you about to <laughs> nobody's about to wear that number again, bro. Yeah. And, and and they better when they unveil it, they better they better make sure everything is on their right. Put it, some respect on it. it. Better put some respect on his name, man. That's crazy, man. I'm, I'm I'm excited for him, man, and that's that's an honor that I, I don't know, I don't even know if he realizes, you know what that comes with. You know what yeah. I mean? Forever and ever, like he's gonna. I mean, he's always gonna be affiliated, but his name, his number, like nobody can wear that number again after yeah.
0: this year. It's a big deal. I remember. So my very first game was '88 Syracuse. They used to take our Pop Warner teams if you were a 12-year-old that was your last year playing at that level. So mm-hmm. they took all the the cheerleaders and the players to a Mountaineer football game and just so and it was the last one of the season. Mm-hmm. So just so happened it fell. West Virginia Syracuse, West Virginia's 10 and 0. If they win, they go play Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl for the National Championship. I was there. And I mean you kids that were 12 years old in 2005, it's it's Pat White. Right. And you know, and you just go through the you know, the kids a few years ago, Will Greer, Major Harris was my guy, man. Like, I didn't right. even – you know, I remember Jim McMahon before because of the 85 Bears, but Mage was that dude, man. And, like, in, well, he was already – he was on a national level. So, you know how big he was. here yeah, absolutely. in the state. Heisman guy, yeah. I mean, you could go to, like, J C Penney's and they had T-shirts that said Major Excitement. I mean, he was the dude, man. So, you know, fast forward – my math is bad, but you know thirty years or whatever it's an honor man just to be um just to be his friend and and um and just to know him and and like i said, he's super humble good dude man and uh you know I, I i just can't wait to get up there next week and see it all go down so um you know we i could sit and talk and talk and talk i mean she I'm, got her, man she i'm she a got i'm a major harris uh fan let's just put it that way. So, but um, let's take a break. When we come back, Derek will come back and join us. We'll talk about scores around the Big 12. And uh, I want to remind you guys that on November 13th, Major Harris and Rasheed Marshall, both of the Brashear guys, will be coming down, joining us at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings at the Nitro Marketplace. The event is free to attend, but it is a fundraiser. We're going to be. I usually go and visit kids at the Davis Child Shelter on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and the fundraise, the money raised at this event will will help fund that. But uh, come out and check that out. Mage will be there. Rasheed will be there. Uh, we have some silent auction items for Pat White, Don Nealon, Quincy Wilson. We got some stuff from uh, Steve Slayton, Jeff Hostetler. We'll be doing um, we do a raffle. It's a, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll go through scores from the Big 12, and uh, we'll do that after this.
3: Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh. Ma- mama said mom ma- said my ma- mama said mama said that my mom said that. Ma- my mom
1: mama sent you ugly hey
3: get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank. West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender. Member
2: FDIC. apparel at bestmastertailor.com
1: At Warner Law Offices, the best part of our day is getting to hand a client a settlement check, knowing we've helped them get on with their life. If you've been hurt in a car wreck or from a workplace injury, call us. I'm Bobby Warner, and I'm your lawyer. Welcome, stranger. Yeah, hello, this is David and you listening
3: to the Touchdown City Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Touchdown City podcast presented by Salango Law and produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette Mail. And I want to remind you, if you enjoy the show, swing by and hit subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Yesterday, of course, yesterday, um, college football Saturday, the schedule, a lot of good, some pretty good games yesterday. I kind of enjoyed the fact our game was at two. I was able to get up and... Get some stuff done. So I missed some of the first, like the the noon slate. I know Michigan and Michigan State played, so I saw some of that in the second half. Um, I didn't really watch much of the noon slate,
2: though. That ball game was was fantastic. Everybody everybody that listens that knows me, I'm a, I'm a huge Michigan fan. And uh, if you want to see bad officiating, just go watch the first half of that game. It doesn't lie. It was awful. Uh, it really overshadowed what was a fantastic ball game between those two. And uh, Michigan Michigan State's very improved from last year. Those two teams won a combined four games last year. They're combined fifteen and one this year. So both of them had a, had, had a little bit of a turnaround. Uh, I caught some of Mississippi and Auburn. That was a pretty entertaining game. Obviously Auburn got that one. But uh, the noon slate yesterday, <laughs> we'll touch on Pitt. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Got, That's oh, the okay, you're of okay. My sheet here. So I'll go
0: well, through it real quick. Yeah, um, our opponent next week, Oklahoma State over Kansas, fifty-five to three. Um, K- Kansas is a straight dumpster fire I mean, how did they have a 10 to nothing lead on Oklahoma? I don't know Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you, you got to remember they were, Oklahoma was probably sleepwalking They were That's, playing at 11 a.m. Yeah. You're in Kansas There's a track around the field <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a track around the field You know yeah. what I mean? So
0: yeah. I, I can see how that can happen to you uh, Baylor over Texas um, Man, I'm, I'll be curious to see if the wheels just fall off in, in Austin
2: I mean, they're in the first year head coach, so obviously he's not going anywhere. But that team looks like they've mailed it in again. I mean, they got beat yesterday. I think the final was 31-24. 31-24. But it was 31 to uh 17, I think or 31 to have been 31. No, it was 31 to 17 or thirty one twenty one 21 when I looked at it. And I was just kind of surprised that Baylor, I mean, they were about a two-point favorite in that game. I just I don't know what's wrong with Texas. Like, you know they have talent.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do. And I'm kind of I'm kind of Happy they're tanking because, oh, yeah. you know, that's that that is that is a game that I, I feel like, you know, we we might have a chance.
2: Mm-hmm. B. John Robinson's a five star running back for them. Uh, they have a four star freshman receiver, he went bonkers against Oklahoma. His name's uh, oh, what's his name? Xavier Worthy. I mean, they have a load of talent, they're still Texas, but I can't figure them out. I mean, every year you go through it, oh, is Texas back, and then they end up with four, five, six losses. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Oklahoma over Texas Tech,
0: 52-21. Of course, Oklahoma does what Oklahoma does. And then looking forward to the future Big 12 teams, Cincinnati over Tulane. Since um, he started out slow yesterday. They
2: uh, Cincinnati needs – they're going to get left out of the playoff and undefeated. If they don't turn it on, they're going to have to have style points. They're beating these teams. They were up, I believe, 14-12 to at halftime on Tulane yesterday. Now, I know Oklahoma struggled with them. That's fine. But – They were up 14-12 on Tulane. They barely beat Navy. Meanwhile, Ohio State, you know, they're a one-loss team looking for it. If they beat Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, you're going to have those three wins. You know, Oregon's going to have the Ohio State win. If Georgia and Alabama, they're going to have quality wins. You look at Cincinnati and say, well, the only team they beat was Notre Dame. And, I mean, Notre Dame, sure, you can say they're good, but I I don't really know what Notre Dame has. Cincinnati's going to need style points. Yeah, they, they need to get it done. Uh, the fighting Dana Hogerson's over, they
0: won yesterday over SMU. Bit of an upset. Did you see that? No, I, I,
2: I, I did Did you see how they won that game? No, I missed the end of it. 44 37 was the final. SMU kicked a field goal to tie the game at 37 with 20, 25 seconds left. Houston runs the kickoff back for a touchdown. And then SMU runs the kickoff all the way back to, like, the 35 and throws a Hail Mary before the game ends. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll have to get on my YouTube It college. was wild. <laughs> it was wild. I like the cutdowns. You know, there's, you can go to
0: YouTube and there's, like, yeah, cutdowns. You, yeah. you
2: can watch a game in, like, ten minutes, the yeah. whole game, every play. <laughs> I,
0: I do that for several games, usually in the morning. I'll, yeah. I'll get up. and uh, the, There's usually some preacher on in the background because I've left the TV yeah. on all night, so I sit watch.
2: <laughs> I fell asleep with
0: the TVs on yeah. last night. I did. So I sit and watch uh, college football highlights. And then, of course, as soon as we start tooting their horn, toot, toot, pit, pit Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> Just shit down their legs. Toot, they tooted for real. Yeah, yeah, they
2: did. They shit all over themselves.
0: That's I mean, a shame. They blew a game to Miami, and Miami is terrible. 38-34 final. But Kenny Pickett. I hope he goes pro as well. Like I do not I, want to see
2: him open the day. Hope, in Pittsburgh. I hope he's gone. I hope. He, I think he's going to go. I hope he leaves. Five hundred
0: nineteen yards in the air yesterday. That's
2: probably got to be a record against the Miami team, wouldn't you think? I would. Yeah, you would think. I, yeah. You would think. I mean, there might be somebody from Florida State or Florida or somebody that torched him at one point or not another, for 500. but not for five hundred nineteen. That's I mean, insane. That's that's a lot of yards. That is insane. Jeez. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you a crazy game last night. I, you haven't said anything. Did anybody catch Virginia BYU? I saw the yeah well I didn't catch it but at halftime it was 42 to 38 at oh, halftime wow. BYU was down 42 38 at half I was it was incredible I was I was watching it and they were going back and forth and of course I was dozing it was a 10 15 kick and it came on and it was 21 nothing BYU with like 8 minutes left in the first quarter I was like good heavens what happened <laughs> and uh and then like I would go to sleep and I'd wake up and they'd they have scored three times. I mean, I wasn't asleep ten minutes. And they It was in the final, At halftime, it was forty-two to thirty-eight. Incredible. Right. So who won that? Uh, BYU ended up winning sixty-six to forty-nine. Oh, Michael Jackson's alma mater. Hmm. Bring him young. Wow. <laughs> <Man. Jeez. laughs> Rough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lord. I didn't.
0: Did he not go to Bring Him Young? Uh, I thought he did. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Just leave that one there. Yeah, you leave that yeah. there. All That's right. Nice. Next week, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Morgantown. And, of course, they will be retiring the number nine jersey. So that will make Sam Huff, Ira Rogers, Daryl Talley, and Major Harris all retired numbers currently. Who's number nine on our
1: roster?
2: Oh, I don't even know. Right back, oh, so the
1: receiver. Um, uh, Tisdale? No. Estelle. I thought Estelle Estel
2: was. Is he, I thought he was seven.
0: No, he's no, he's nine. Is he nine? Is yeah. he nine? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm bad with the numbers this yes. year for some reason. Um, but anyway, um, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, three thirty kick.
2: I thought they were going. to – Man, can you? they put
0: Texas and Iowa State on at well, seven thirty. I was I was
2: praying for a noon kick though. I was wanting a noon kick so bad because. I, they sleepwalk, like you said. These teams sleepwalk sometimes. The last time Oklahoma State came in ranked third or something like that. Remember West Virginia mm-hmm. beat them. It was a noon kick. I was kind of hoping, not for the fans. Obviously, the fans went three thirty or eight. Yeah, I mean, and that's I get that, but I was hoping for a noon kick for competitive advantage. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like I like
0: the noon kick whenever you've got a you're an underdog. But uh, I'm going up next week. Can't I can't
1: miss? No, you can't miss major. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a family up too. So. Yeah, my wife was like, we need to go to a game. She's like, I want to go to Montreal. I'm like, I, we're going to go to West Virginia game. Montreal.
2: <laughs> Montreal. Yeah. I don't know if Montreal in, in early November would be very warm, man.
1: Oh, no, babe.
2: I'm
0: hoping the weather's clear. So far it looks like it's – you never can judge seven, eight days out. But so far it's going to be clear. But anyway, I wouldn't miss it. Um, my favorite all-time player, at West Virginia. They're going to retire his number. But West Virginia, Oklahoma State – We'll go predictions, and again, I don't know what the hell to expect. So, Derek, I'll let you start.
2: Well, I'm in the same corner. I have no idea what West Virginia team's going to show up. I have no idea what Oklahoma State team's going to show up. So I'm going to go with tradition here, and I'm going to pick Oklahoma State 23, <laughs> West Virginia 20. It seems to be working. <laughs> right, just keep winning, guys. 23-20, Oklahoma State. Keep proving him wrong. That's right. Jeez. Keep proving me wrong.
1: Nah, I so you're going to load anything. them
2: up next week, huh? Oh, my goodness, man. It, is, it I'm taking
1: a whole family. We're going to we go bring some good energy um, to, to Motown. We – um. You know, we, we, we played a game last week, man, that was that was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, we put points on the board that I didn't think we would have a – we would do. I mean, I knew we would score some points, but I didn't think we would go over 30. Um, I think I had us like 27-24 was the last um, – I think I, that's what I picked. But um, this game, man, I, I feel like it, it. our defense, they cannot give up big plays. And third down, they have to be – they got to be just as good as they was um, – you know, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're, we're gonna we're, we're we're gonna put some points on the board. Um, I, I say we're gonna be 35 21. Um, West Virginia, not because I'm a homer, because we're we on a roll right now. The big mo, when that big mo gets on your on your side, man, it's like you you get the calls you want. You you know you you start filling yourself a little bit. But you know I'm, I'm I know I, I don't know him, but I feel like he's going to serve them up some humble pie to make sure that they can, you know, put themselves in a position to go win this game. So, 35-24. Um,
0: uh, I the West Virginia this week just due to the fact that they have the ability and history says that they can win as an underdog against Oklahoma State and Morgantown. They've done it twice before. Um, mullets are out of style. So, I'm going West <laughs> Virginia, 31, Oklahoma State, 17, um and I think we're going to see um, – we're going to see Garrett Green run an option play. He's going to be a broken play. Everyone's going to go left. He's going to go right. He's going to shoot, juke the whole defense, <laughs> a la Aja, Major Harris, and uh, score one next week. Um, I'm looking for a West Virginia victory next week. But then it gets tough. You know, you got to go on the road. Anytime you go on the road after that, you got to play Kansas State the next week. Um, but, you know, take it one at a time. This is one of those – it's kind of reminds me of the 94, 90, 94 season where West Virginia started off very sluggish and coach Nealon basically just said all right new season let's let's we're just starting over and let's improve from here and then carry it into next season that's what they're doing they've they're on the bounce mm, and I like um, it I like West Virginia next week
1: against the fighting mullets of Oklahoma State All did, right did I see something about um about the the coach getting fired or something like I see something that was, that was yeah.
2: Texas Tech's Matt, Wiles, okay. Matt, yeah, Matt yeah, Wells. Was yeah. fired. Matt
0: Wells was let go this week. Okay, Monday, I, like
2: <laughs> I see Holgerson coming up as a possible replacement. But why would you leave Houston for Texas Tech? Leave.
0: That's a terrible move. That's a that's a down. That's a that's a move down in my book. For because
1: Houston. It, they, I, I think so. I think so as well. Because you know Texas Texas Tech they they they're better than Houston. You know what I mean? As far as like, I think they're a better school. They so did beat, It's a lot more pressure.
2: They did beat Houston. But the thing is, is what I'm looking at is would you rather live in Houston or Lubbock, the money is going to be – I bet I bet Holgerson makes three or four million dollars. It I mean, it's it's going to be pl- – yeah. it's plenty of money. Yeah, I 20 mean, yeah. to go there. So. And
0: also, too, you're moving into the Big 12.
2: I no, I, I don't – So yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
0: All right, well, we're out of here. But thank you guys for checking out the Touchdown City podcast this week. And don't forget, if you want to support the show – You can pick up merchandise at touchdowncity.com. Thank you to all of our sponsors, the Salango Law Office, Tony the Taylor Bar 101, United Bank, Warner Law Offices, Henderson Insurance, the Dell Sparks Collection, Masters Law Offices, Offered Home Solutions, and the Murph Landing. And don't forget, head down to Bar 101 next week, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, 330 on ESPN. Again, if you like the show, subscribe. Leave us a review. Thanks for downloading the show. We'll see you next week.
1: The Touchdown City podcast is produced by Anthony Lewis in partnership with HD Media, the Charleston Gazette Mail. Get your Touchdown City podcast
0: merchandise by visiting touchdowncity.com.